Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Good morning. It's Tuesday and a rough one for millions on the West Coast. Yeah, dangerous flooding leading to a state of emergency and even more rain is on the way. It's January 10th and this is today. Under siege, the newest round of torrential rain and high winds triggering massive mudslides, power outages, and rescue missions. Here you go, here, grab my hand. I got you. 90% of California now under flood watches. New emergency evacuations ordered, including one community home to stars like Ellen DeGeneres. This is crazy. The street next to our house never flows, ever. We're live with the very latest Andal's forecast. Discovered the Justice Department reviewing classified documents found in a private office in Washington used by President Biden after serving as vice president. Republicans outraged, calling for a special prosecutor to be appointed. We'll have a live report from the White House. Candlelight vigil. A Virginia community comes together in honor of the teacher wounded in a school shooting by her six-year-old student. This morning, new details from police on how he got the weapon and the teacher's heroic actions to protect other students in her classroom. Miracle move, the Bills' Damar Hamlin back in Buffalo to begin the next phase of his remarkable recovery one week after collapsing on the field. His new message to fans and what he's saying about his future. All that plus, in it to win it. Americans scooping up Mega Millions tickets ahead of tonight's drawing worth more than $1.1 billion. The game's third highest jackpot ever. Today, Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to today. We're so happy to have you with us on a Tuesday morning. Great news in the football world yesterday. The mm-hmm. Bills, Damar Hamlin, released from that Cincinnati hospital, flown back to Buffalo, where he'll continue his recovery. We'll bring you a live report on the remarkable progress he's making. Yeah, really miraculous. But first, let's get to our top story, and that's the dangerous weather situation out west, where unrelenting storms are prompting mass evacuations and emergency rescues. The heavy rains and fierce winds showing no signs of letting up. 32 million people are now under flood alerts through tomorrow. We're going to check in with Alan in just a moment. But first, NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer, he joins us right there from the storm zone. Hey, Miguel, good morning. Hoda, good morning. The rain across California, at least for now, is finally starting to slow down, but the whipping winds are a major issue. You can probably hear and see them. It's one of the reasons that combination of rain and wind, why this sidewalk behind me crumbled into the Pacific Ocean hundreds of feet down. Across California, nearly 200,000 people are without electricity, and another dangerous storm system is on the way. As mountains gave way and deadly floodwaters rose, tens of thousands were given the emergency order to evacuate. 
residents across the city of Montecito and in communities outside Sacramento and Santa Cruz forced to quickly flee their homes as flash floodwaters swamped the region. How quickly was the water rising? It was, I mean, you could watch it. You can see it rising. With torrents of water overtaking cars, a woman in central California was killed. A five-year-old boy who was washed away in a separate incident is still missing. To the south, businesses flooding in Ventura County. In L.A., heavy rain causing this massive sinkhole that swallowed a car and several people overnight. They were safely rescued. First responders scrambling across the state. The deluge, dropping inches of rain on already waterlogged communities, is just the latest storm to unleash havoc. There you go, here, grab my hand. I got you. As daring rescues continue to unfold, hundreds of thousands losing electricity when trees slice through power lines into homes. The damage from this storm in just a few hours will easily top the millions. But after a week of wicked winter weather all across California, the destruction will likely exceed the billions. And now as the rain slows, comes the increasing threat of mudslides. Oh my God, Mom! Exactly five years ago in Montecito, 23 people lost their lives as hills crumbled into houses. The area, home to celebrities like Oprah and Ellen, who posted new video of raging floodwaters nearby. This is crazy. On the five-year anniversary, we are having unprecedented rain. Today, Montecito, and so much of California, is dealing with disaster all over again. And those mudslides and eroding hills are a major concern. What happened here behind me actually took place after one of the major storms blew through here. It shows the lingering concern, not just here, but all across California. Hoda, back to you. Yeah, some of those images so devastating. Uh, Miguel, thank you. Let's get more on the storm, where it's headed. We're going to say good morning to Mr. Roger. Hey, Al. Hey, good morning, guys. And to give you a sense of what's going on, uh, rainfall since January 1st, the Sierra Nevada up to 12 inches, north coast of California, 24 inches, southern California. They've gotten up to 15 inches of rain since January. Uh, Santa Barbara, five and a half, five and three quarters. Ukiah, eight inches of rain. And this is these totals, the percentage, 209% in Santa Barbara. 139% in Ukiah and snowfall upwards of 222% in the Sierra Nevada. Right now, we've got 32 million people under flood watches and warnings, and we've got the risk for severe weather. We actually have tornado warnings right now in parts of central California near San Francisco. Modesto under a tornado warning right now. Los Angeles, flash flood warnings through 8 a.m. today. Coast and valleys one to two, but some places could pick up to two to five inches as this next storm moves in pummeling California with snow and rain, the renewed risk of flooding, mudslides, landslides. Tomorrow, another storm moves into the coast, elevated risk of mudslides, flash flooding and damage. And then Thursday, central and northern California, southern California get a break, but then the Pacific Northwest sees more heavy rain. We're talking again, another two to three inches of rain throughout parts of California. And as far as the mountains, guys, six feet of more snow possible as we get over the next 48 hours. All right, Al. Thank you so much. Also this morning, the Justice Department has launched a review into classified documents from the Obama administration that were discovered in an office in Washington tied to President Biden. NBC's chief White House correspondent Peter Alexander joins us with the details. Peter, good morning. 
Savannah, good morning. The White House says it is cooperating with the Justice Department review of those classified documents that date back to Mr. Biden's time as vice president. They were found two months ago in offices that President Biden occasionally used in between his vice presidency and his return here to the White House. A source familiar with the matter tells me overnight that President Biden only became aware that the classified documents were there when he was informed by his lawyers immediately after they found them. As President Biden meets in Mexico for the North American Leaders Summit, the Justice Department is reviewing the discovery of what one of the president's attorneys calls a small number of documents with classified markings found last November in Mr. Biden's former office at the Penn Biden Center. The White House says the documents from Mr. Biden's time as vice president were found when his personal lawyers were packing files in a locked closet at the University Academic Center in Washington before moving out of the space. In a statement, the White House says its counsel's office notified the National Archives on November 2nd, the same day the documents were found, and that they were turned over the next day. Officials have not said what kind of information was in the documents or detailed their level of classification. Republicans quickly pounced on the revelation. I'm wondering why the vice president of the United States had classified documents outside of the hands of the intelligence community. Republicans are also drawing comparisons to former President Trump, who's under investigation for taking hundreds of classified documents when he left the White House and resisting repeated requests to return the materials even after being subpoenaed. The FBI ultimately recovered the materials after carrying out a court-ordered search of the former president's Mar-a-Lago estate. Overnight, Mr. Trump posting on his social media site, when is the FBI going to raid the many homes of Joe Biden, perhaps even the White House? These documents were definitely not declassified. Last fall, President Biden criticized Mr. Trump when asked on 60 Minutes about this FBI photograph of the seized documents spread out by agents on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. President Biden did not respond to a reporter's shouted question about the issue last night. But the White House says the circumstances are far different than those in the Trump case, emphasizing that the recently discovered documents were not the subject of any request or review by the archives, and that once found, they were turned over immediately. Attorney General Merrick Garland looking to avoid the appearance of a potential conflict of interest has assigned a U.S. attorney in Illinois appointed by former President Trump to review how the documents ended up there at the Penn Biden Center. Savannah. All right, we'll keep an eye on that one. And then also the Biden administration facing other potential investigations as House Republicans now have the gavel. Yeah, you're right. So House Republicans, they were already vowing to investigate the, the Biden administration over a series of issues. They are now adding the discovery of these classified documents to the list. Congressman James Comer, he's the Kentucky Republican set to become the chair of the House Oversight Committee. He said yesterday that he plans to send letters to the White House and to the National Archives within days demanding answers. Comer also said he thought it was unlikely President Biden did anything wrong by taking the documents, but that he was more concerned concerned Mr. Trump may have been treated unfairly. Savannah. All right, Peter, thank you very much. In Virginia overnight, an emotional vigil in honor of the teacher who was wounded in last week's shooting at, el at an elementary school. Police saying the shooter was a student just six years old. And this morning, we're learning more about what happened. NBC's Katie Beck has the very latest. Hey, Katie, good morning. 
Good morning, Hoda. We are seeing an outpouring of love and support for Abigail Zwerner, who was critically injured but in a remarkable turn is awake in the hospital. Last night, hundreds gathering to show they stand behind her. We as a society are failing our teachers and our students by not offering them a safe place to work and to learn. This morning, outrage and calls for change amid an outpouring of support. A packed vigil for beloved first grade teacher Abigail Zwerner, who many are calling a hero. Zwerner, who co-workers and students affectionately call Miss Z, is recovering in stable condition after authorities say a six-year-old student brought a nine-millimeter handgun to school Friday, firing a single round in the classroom while she was teaching. She took a defensive position where she raised her hand. The round went through her hand, exited the rear of her hand, and into her upper chest. Police say the shot was intentional, but can't speak to what was going through his mind at the time. I believe that the actions were at or towards uh, the teacher, but you never know how someone's going to want to react uh, with a firearm, with students. Um, and we're talking about a, a six-year-old child. I don't know what all was going through that child's mind. After being hit, she quickly ushered her other students to safety. I believe she did save lives because I don't know what else might have happened if those kids would have stayed in that room. Police say she was the last to leave her classroom, and when she woke up in the hospital... She asked me, first question, do you know how my students are? She was worried about them. Investigators say the firearm came from the child's home, legally purchased by his mother. The child is under a temporary detention order and is receiving treatment at a medical facility. Legal experts say it's unlikely the child would face charges because of something called the infancy defense that argues children that young are unable to form criminal intent. Police say it will be up to the local prosecutors to determine if the child's parents will face any charges. Teachers who work closely with Abby's Werner say she was as selfless on Friday as she is every day. You probably weren't surprised to hear her actions that day then. Not at all. Now, Hoda, that teacher I was speaking with there was actually teaching in a classroom across the hallway from Zwerner when this happened. She said she heard the gunshot and immediately got students to safety. When I asked her how difficult it's going to be to return to that classroom, she said she can't wait to get there, that her healing begins when she can see and hug her students again. Wow. Hoda? Some, some wise words there. All right, Katie, thank you so much. All right, lots more to get to. Let's get uh, another check of the weather. All right. So we got sunny, mild weather down through the southeast. Gorgeous day there. We're looking at a mix of sun and clouds here in the northeast. Temperatures, seasonal record highs are going to be developing as you make your way down through Texas into the mid-plains. And again, out west, our friends are just suffering that next storm coming onshore, bringing a lot of misery. And that is your latest weather. Guys? Yeah. Thank Hi. you. Thank I, lo- you. I just like seeing out. I know. Sorry, I just have a moment every now <laughs> Still and then. Still not over it. All right, coming up, the very latest on the remarkable recovery of the Bills. DeMar Hamlin as he returns to Buffalo. Jesse Kirsch is there. Hey, Jesse. Hey, good morning, Hoda. We are in the city of good neighbors, and so is DeMar Hamlin. Doctors say he'll be waking up inside this hospital behind us here. What we know about his future coming up. All right, Jesse, thanks. And then ahead of tonight's Mega Millions drawing worth more than a billion dollars, we're going to explore the big business of those historic jackpots. It's not only the winners who strike it rich. So where does all of that money go? We will show you. But first, this is Today on NBC. Mm-hmm. I was today years old when I found out the Buffalo Bills.
When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. (laughs) <laughs> We're back with the Wednesday dance. It's a viral sensation from the hit Netflix series. The show, by the way, up for several Golden Globes tonight, including Best Actress in a Musical Comedy for that young star, Jenna Ortega. She is having a moment. It's a great yeah. show. Roker's a huge fan huge of that show. Huge fan, too. All right, of course, you can catch the award show live right here on NBC, streaming on Peacock tonight. And we're going to preview all the excitement coming up on Popstar. Yes, and we'll talk fashions tomorrow, mm-hmm. which I think is the best part. Mm-hmm. Let's get to your headline 7.30 now. House Republicans begin their tenure in the majority yesterday by passing a bill that would rescind nearly $71 billion that Congress had provided the IRS. That measure fulfills the Republican campaign promise, though it is very unlikely to pass in the Senate, which is controlled by Democrats. The Congressional Budget Office projected that rescinding the extra IRS funding would actually increase deficits over the coming decade by more than $114 billion. Fisher Price's rock and play sleepers, they have been now linked to 100 fatalities. That's according to the Consumer Product Safety Commission. The sleeper was first recalled in 2019 following reports that infants had rolled from their back to their stomach or on their side while unrestrained. Consumers should stop using the sleepers immediately and contact Fisher Price for a refund or a voucher. All right. uh, Also this morning, guys, we are so delighted to say we have more good news on DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, the Bill's safety is now back in Buffalo where he belonged. He's still hospitalized, but according to doctors, now he is now in stable condition and making great strides Mm -hmm. in his recovery. NBC's Jesse Kirsch is there for us. Hi, Jesse. Good morning. Hey guys, good morning. Another incredible update. Hamlin Cincinnati doctors say he's walking, talking, eating, spending time with family, and even was jumping up and down after that surreal Sunday kickoff. Now he's back in this community, which has been lifting him up for more than a week. This morning, Damar Hamlin has an update that's bigger than football. After nearly a week in a Cincinnati hospital following his on-field cardiac arrest, the Buffalo Bills safety waking up in the city of good neighbors, tweeting happy to be back. We continue to be ecstatic about his recovery. We wouldn't necessarily call this miraculous. Is it remarkable? Absolutely. Hamlin Cincinnati doctors say he's been walking since Friday, going through physical and occupational therapy, making enough progress to safely fly back to Buffalo yesterday. The care team sending him home with this powerful image, writing congratulations, Damar, you won. He walks normally. He is admittedly um, a little weak. Um, I don't think that's of any real surprise after what he went through. But doctors say when his bill scored on Sunday's opening kickoff, he was strong enough to really celebrate. He jumped up and down, got out of his, uh, his uh, chair, 
Um, set, I think, every alarm off in the ICU in the process, but he was fine. Now, Hamlin's Buffalo doctors say he's in stable condition. He's just tired, and, and uh, but he's seems happy. Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, says he visited Hamlin soon after number three landed. It's like anything else when you have your family close by. Um, it just feels just feels right. It just feels better. And uh, it's just good knowing that he's nearby. Hamlin celebrating with gratitude, saying all the support he received Sunday gave him truly an amazing feeling. The same love you all have shown me is the same love that I plan to put back into the world. Hamlin, Cincinnati doctors expect he'll continue to go through testing to try to figure out what caused his horrific collapse last week. The doctors also say it is too early to be talking about him possibly returning to football with his recovery still going day by day. Hoda and Savannah, back to you. All right, Jesse Kirsch for us there in Buffalo. Jesse, thank you. Let's get a little more on Hamlin's recovery and what comes next. NBC senior medical correspondent Dr. John Torres is here. John, good morning. Are you surprised to see him make such a rapid recovery so far? And Savannah, this is great news that he's making such a rapid recovery. And I'm not really surprised because of two different factors. One is his fitness and his health going into this incident. He was a very fit individual. He was a young adult and he was very healthy. And so that helps in your recovery process. On top of that, how quickly CPR was started because getting oxygen to the organs is extremely important. And his CPR was started within seconds. And so this is a testament to CPR, how important it is, especially in cardiac arrest. But I'm not surprised. And I think he's going to continue to recover as the days and the weeks go on, Savannah. Well, I think, you know, we're, we're wondering why this happened. I mean, there have been some theories about why this happened. Do you have any clearer picture on what may have happened to him on that day? And Hoda, you're not the only one wondering. The doctors are wondering as well, and that's what they're checking in right now. And if you remember a few days ago, his doctors gave a press conference and they said that commotia cordis, which is the one thing we've all been looking at, is a diagnosis of exclusion, meaning they rule everything else out and they say more than likely it happened. They can never actually prove that happened. To do that, they do a series of tests. They're going to do cardiac MRIs. They're going to do stress tests once he gets to the point where he's healthy enough to do that. And that's usually on a treadmill where they accelerate the heart up to a certain rate just to make sure it can handle handle that. They're probably going to do what's called electrophysiology tests, looking at the electricity in the heart to see if there's anything that might have caused this. Once they figure all that out, they'll say, okay, more than likely it was commotio cordis if that was it. And then they can start looking at his recovery and getting back to play. If he fully recovers and they find no other incident for this happening, then more than likely he can get back to play. It's a matter of time before well, we th- find that's out. That's what though. I was going to ask, because I think everyone's wondering, like, is he going to get back on the field? He seems like he has everything working in his favor, but that's just one of those things that time will tell. Exactly. It's one of those things that time will tell. And again, if they find out that commotio cordis is the cause, if they find nothing else that caused this that would make him more at risk for this, then the American Heart Association says that commotio cordis itself is not a reason to keep him from playing. And so we'll know as the weeks go on and hopefully, possibly next season, he could be back on the field again. Cool. That'd be great. Fingers crossed if that's what he wants, yeah. Dr. Torres. Thank you, Thank Dr. You Torres. So, so by the way, mm-hmm. um, the DeMar Hamlin, being DeMar Hamlin, mm-hmm. he's decided he's going to help some of the first responders who helped save his life by selling these t-shirts That's cool. over oh, the next few we? days. And of course, the, the phrase on yes. the front of the t-shirt, yeah. what do you ask doctors? And the heart. What do you, of course. Right. Yeah. So these will be on sale uh, soon. How cool is this guy, I by know. the way? Right. He's giving money to charity, right. toys. I love what he tweeted. He's like, all the love I've received, I feel it. And now I'm going to go put it out back Amazing. into the world. I believe him, too. Did we win? Pretty cool. Yeah, yes, really we cool. Did. All right, coming up next, like so many Americans, Tom Costello has <laughs> got it bad. He's got lottery fever, and he doesn't want to be well. <laughs> it's a $1.billion <laughs> Mega Millions drawing. Hi, Tom. 
Hey there. Well, listen, I just borrowed this from our assignment editor behind me, Kim Snead. I said, I'll give it back if we don't win. If I don't win, the bottom line, what are your chances of winning? Not so good. We're going to get into the numbers and the big business of lotteries when we come back. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Back now, 742 with In-Depth Today. And this morning, the drawing that's on everybody's mind. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot now stands at $1.1 billion. Mm. It's one of the biggest prizes in lottery history. Yeah, and Americans are snatching up those tickets. So we decided to send NBC's Tom Costello to look into the business mm-hmm. of these mega jackpots. How did they get so high? Tom, good morning. Yeah, good morning. So in 2020, states brought in nearly $27 billion in total lottery lottery revenue. And ticket sales are going to surge again today, just hours before the drawing. This is big money, not just for the winners and the states. It's big money for the retailers, big and small, that are part of this mega millions phenomenon. It's a big jackpot and even bigger business. For small stores like this convenience store near Detroit, Mega Millions is pulling in customers. When they buy other things, it's great. And the foot traffic is great. You know, when people drive by, they see it's busy. That's it's great for the business. So where does all that money go? 50% of a Mega Million ticket revenue goes to the lottery prize pool. The other 50% goes to all the participating states. Mega Millions has played in 45 states, plus Washington, D.C. and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Most states use at least some or all of the money for schools and education. Colorado also uses it for parks and wildlife. North Dakota gives some to a drug task force, Oregon to gambling addiction programs. Others use it to plug budget shortfalls. So anytime you purchase a lottery ticket in your state, you're not only dreaming for a few minutes about what you might do with a big jackpot win, you are also helping folks right there within your state. Playing the lottery is legalized gambling. And your chances of winning the $1.1 billion jackpot... The chances of winning any one given Mega Million lottery is about... One in 302 million. The chances of getting hit by lightning, according to the National Weather Service, is about one in 15,000 during your lifetime. But if you do win, you won't get it all. A lump sum payout means you'll get about 50%. Then you'll probably pay a 37% income tax on the money. And you could also pay a state tax. 
USA Mega calculates you'll get $358 million in states with no lottery taxes, but only $296 million in New York. If you win any lottery, experts say take a breath and assemble a team. An accountant, an attorney, an investment professional, a charitable planning professional, and potentially even a media expert to help you field all of the questions that you're going to be receiving in the upcoming months. Yeah, and the pros say, try to stay anonymous if your state allows it. Don't take a selfie with you and your your ticket. Uh, the minute you've told the world about this, you're going to hear from great aunts and girlfriends and boyfriends you've never heard of on the other side of the world. <laughs> Instead, come up with a financial plan for your family. Know in advance which charities and causes that you may want to support as well. Guys, back to you. Right. Good advice, Tom. That we'll Tom. probably never need. Never, <laughs> ever, ever. Thank, Thank you, Tom. You. Oh. $1 billion. Yeah. Pretty cool. Hey, Mr. Roker, what you got cooking? Actually, is it Mr. Roker or is it your Uncle Al? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, uh, we've got some severe weather to talk about. Uh, actually, this is part of the system that's coming into California today. For tomorrow, for th- Wednesday, we're talking about wind gusts, uh, uh, damaging hail, isolated tornadoes, from Lufkin, Texas, up to Cape Girardeau, Missouri. And then on Thursday, that moves east. 12 million people at risk, a pretty good chance, from Huntsville, Atlanta, Montgomery, Mobile. Isolated tornadoes possible. Here it comes, out of the Rockies, a strong cold front in this low-pressure system. Heavy snow as it it makes its way into the Midwest. Thursday, rain will be spreading from Florida all the way up to Maine with an icy mix back through the Great Lakes. And as we move into Friday, a lot of wet weather here in the east with snow stretching from the Appalachians all the way to the Great Lakes, plus behind this system, gusty winds and plummeting temperatures. And that's your latest weather. All right, Al, thank you. I still ahead, the ongoing search for motive in the Idaho student murder case as a portrait of a suspect begins to emerge. We'll have the latest in a live report from Moscow, Idaho. But first, these messages. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.